Hey, dear shareholders slash listeners, executive producer Jorge Palacios here. Before we get started with the episode, I just real quick wanted to give y'all a heads up about some things. First of all, we've had a blast recording episodes this summer and turning them out on a weekly basis. But as Luke goes back to his teaching job and I take on other responsibilities, we're going to slow our production of episodes to a new episode every other week, at least for the time being. Maybe as we get a break from some of these other things, we'll record bonus episodes. When that happens, we'll be sure to give y'all a heads up on our social medias, so be on the lookout for those. That means our next episode will be out next Tuesday, August 31st, and then the next episode after that will be out Tuesday, September 14th, and so on. The other thing that I wanted to remind y'all about was the push we're doing to get our first thousand downloads. When we do that, Luke and I will be doing a seven-hour live stream on my Twitch. We'll bring on our old guests, and it should be a really fun time. So share our podcast on your social medias, send your favorite episode to your friends, and help us get the word out. All right, that's mostly it for me. Thanks. Visionaries. Creative geniuses. Modern-day renaissance men. These are not the words that people who know Luke and Jorge would use to describe them. They are best friends, shameless connoisseurs of the basic and the niche, and most importantly, two guys just being dudes. Welcome to Bad Jokes and Semi-Wisecracks with Luke and Jorge. Hello! Hello! Welcome Welcome to to the the podcast. podcast. We We are are your hosts. hosts. My name is Phil N. Groovy. I hate that. (laughs) Uh, my name is uh, Chunky Liquid. I hate that more. And we are your. We will be your tour guides on this radio safari of zesty goodness. If you look to the left, you can see elephants, and if you look to the right, you can see my failed marriage. <laughs> which which button is the drum button? <laughs> That's not the drum button. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. You can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyer, who's also my wife. Uh, uh, All right, I guess that was a podcast. Yeah. So you may have heard a few extra laughing voices. That's because this is the second of two very special episodes in a row. That's right. We have two special episodes in a row. We're interesting. We do cool things. If you listen to that first episode and you thought, wow, this is probably the most interesting episode they're going to have for a while. Well, you were wrong, bucko. Right. I'm sorry your mom named you bucko. That's really rough. Yeah. <laughs> I get why the kids bully you, but it, don't, yeah. don't worry. It gets better. Uh, and mm-hmm. our guests will tell you about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we're introducing you as our married, married friends, friends, Kate, Kate and, and Matthew. Matthew. Hello. Hi. This is... This is special for a, th- a second reason. In that right. Not only do we... Three reasons. We have number two guests. One. Number one. We have two guests, which we've never had before. Yeah. Number two, this is the first time guests have come back on the show. Yeah. And number three, we are in their house. Yay. They're in our house. And we were and invited. We can't get even. them to leave. Oh. Send help. <laughs> <laughs> we just showed up, stuck microphones in their faces. <laughs> they thought something else was entirely was happening. Yep. But it's just this instead. You think he's joking. This is not a podcast. <laughs> this is a plea for help. <laughs> this is a crisis intervention. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. 
I don't know. I can't count that high. Good thing this is not a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say if any blinks just occurred? We don't know. There is no war in bossing City. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Thank you all thank for being a part of this. Mm, thank you for, for coming to our home. us in our own home. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really an honor. Yeah, thank you for coming over to my house. Wait. My, wait, what? Yes, yeah, yeah. anytime, man. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Matthew and I, we're both on the same page. Yeah. We are on the same page. Luke, Luke and I are on a completely different yeah. book. Who's to say which of us is the married pair? Presumably me. I mean... I, I guess we didn't specify. We just said that you were both married. We didn't specify who to who. We we were married to each other in, in, until about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't when I made never marry a lawyer joke. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I didn't cause this. I swear. That's what your therapist wants you to think. <laughs> you think my therapy is a conspiracy? No. Put that on a T-shirt. Oh. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Might sell, though. Just therapy is a conspiracy. Donald Trump's face. This microphone (laughs) smells exactly like Target. (laughs) What does Target smell like to you? It's like Target scent. I'm sure they pump it in through the walls. It like, smells like cheap possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been to the $1 section, yes. <laughs> like the ladies' swimsuit section. Just to be clear, you don't have to sniff it. It's so close to my face. That's, I mean, that, that's true, I guess. If this is the same conversation she has with Target employees. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're so in my face right now. I have to smell you. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> what, do you want me to stop breathing? No, of course not. We oh, that. Yeah. That's what I say to the Target employees. Oh, right. There's the button. <laughs> uh, that joke's not going to make sense. <laughs> no oh, sense. I thought we were going to leave all that in. Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm editing this one. We're leaving we'll, it we'll in. We'll talk about it's okay. exactly what moms say when <laughs> something's not going to happen, but they don't want to let their kid down hard in front of company. As a teacher, I do that at school also. Yeah, like, there it is. Yep. I just forget. I just forget to have yeah. that <laughs> conversation. Like, I always intend to, and then I just like, oops. I'm very good at forgetting things. Top 10 forgetters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who are the other nine? I can't I remember. Can't remember. <laughs> I'm so glad that you all picked up that. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So we are in a uh, beautiful name of city redacted. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful? Really? It is beautiful. Name of city redacted. <laughs> it is beautiful. Throw them a false trail. <laughs> it's very pretty. Your home is beautiful. It's gorgeous. We'll give mm. you we'll give you three hints about the city we're currently residing in. It's on Earth. Um, there's a roving pack of wild chihuahuas that terrorizes <laughs> our neighborhood. And that's, it's in the Southern Hemisphere. That's a lie. <laughs> well, which of us is lying is the question. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> oh, City, city edition. edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should go into, we, we have, we have, for the first time, we have four propositions. That's so many. So many propositions. I definitely it's have it's almost like one. a ballot over here with four <laughs> whole propositions. <laughs> I don't know if we have time for anything else. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. My proposition is terrible, and you're going to hate it. I think you should go first. It'll be very quick. Okay, so I recently went on oh, a... Oh, you have to say, hey, I have a proposition. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, Luke. Yes? I have a proposition for you. Whoa. This is my Whoa. proposition. Have you ever been on a long hike... And had your feet very hurty by the end of it? Yes. Have you ever wished that there was a solution that would prevent that from happening? Other than like chopping them off? 
Well, you're arriving close to my proposition. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> have you ever have you ever uh, rubbed your feet after a long hike in an attempt to make them less hurty? R- with my hands or like together, the two feet? It doesn't matter. Uh, sh- yeah, what's the right answer? Yes. That's the right answer. Yes. Have you ever wished that this could happen automatically, automagically as you were hiking? Yes. I present to you the exfoliant sandals. Yo. All of those Dr. Scholl's <laughs> squishy gel inserts, they're moving in the wrong direction. We source local pebbles and burrs. <laughs> <laughs> and... and <laughs> We use roofing tar to stick them to the <laughs> to stick them to the bottom of your of your insoles so that you can get a foot massage as you as you uh, smash that fourteener. Wow! With the power of the exfoliant sandals, you will never have a sore foot at the end of the hike again. Wow! At least from the hike. That's <laughs> that's very exciting. What do you think? I, Will you invest in my company? Yeah. Our um, IPO is tomorrow, so we really okay. We really need backers. Yeah, I I know I, nothing about finance. I, me neither, but you can have some of my shares. Yeah, have you listened to this podcast? We know nothing about That's product. the opposite of an IPO. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, truthfully, I don't know what that stands for. I'm picturing like going to a craft brewery and that's what you order. I, I think I, it's a lot less fun. Oh. I, I heard Ippo in my head. I was like, Oh, like Ippo. those animals that Ooh. live in the water? Or like an Ippo lighter. Oh, yeah. Let me be clear. I will not support your product. I will work tirelessly until every man, woman, and child who works for you is jobless. That's how I feel about Frontier Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about United Airlines. That's how I feel about Delta Airlines. So yeah, I'll buy your thing. That sounds great. So here's my question though so you know how like the dr Scholl's thing that you mentioned right you you like can stand on the little like foot reader and it mm-hmm. tells you like what strength of dr Scholl you need sure do you have different strength options absolutely not so what you do is you buy <laughs> <laughs> you buy a six pack of these things I, where six pack is the lowest that we're gonna go we're thinking of getting them you can buy them by the gross okay by the traditional gross i mean we need to go back to our roots that's 144 of them right so you buy yes. 144 rectangular strips of what looks like roofing tile and then the onus <laughs> is on you to cut them to your foot shape oh. and insert them in. Right. So you don't need to go to the hassle of measuring yourself or finding one that's in your size. You just buy something from this big big pack and then you cut it to the correct size and you're good to go. Wow. It's fully customizable. It's fully customizable. See, I, I think there might be a place for, in our organization for, uh, for a person like you. Wow. Yeah. Can Our I, IPO is tomorrow, so the benefits package is truly amazing. Can I suggest a, uh, uh, a marketing plan? Oh, always. So my my company consists of one and maybe it's it's between one and two people right now. So you're our marketing team. Incredible. Um, here's my suggestion. So I think that oftentimes things like footwear for the outdoors mm-hmm. is often marketed at people that go outside. <laughs> that's true that's true and i i think you, you touch on a really good point which is um we which need is to that expand we, the market exactly yeah. i think i think market penetration is key and i think um uh there's a uh whatever the opposite of an intersection is between people who go outside version no mathematically Venn diagram right so yes. so you. there's a mathematical Asymptotes. term for the opposite of an intersection Asymptotes. that's not what it is but it, the people who go outside Could be, I don't know. and the people who uh, have other people do their roofs. So I think the people who go outside will recognize like, oh, this is a roofing tile. This is this is stupid. But the people who don't go outside will look at this and say, hey, hey, hey. So our key, de- our key <laughs> yes. demographic is Jeff Bezos. I no, was, no, no, no. I was thinking I, here's here's my thought. 
Right. I, I drew a vi- as you can see, I drew a Venn diagram. Wow, um, that's such people, a pretty Venn diagram. It's, it's, Your circles are perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's people that shop at REI and people that know their Taco Bell order by heart. And <laughs> it's just two separate circles. <laughs> it's two circles. <laughs> it's two circles. They don't touch. <laughs> and I, so I think we need to market to the other circle. I always have to consult the Taco Bell menu. Yes. I'm sorry. When I go to Taco Bell, I get the chicken quesarito, but if I get it on DoorDash, you have to break $10. So I get a chicken quesarito and a soft taco and then a beefy five-layer burrito, and that's like $10.04-ish. Have you ever been to REI? Yeah. Have you? Jorge, you liar. <laughs> okay, let me be more specific. Uh, did you go to the REI garage sale? Um, actually, year? yeah, not this year. I went last, last year. year. Did you go last year? Yeah. I didn't see you there. Uh... Uh, which one? There's the, only one. The downtown Jorge, one Jorge, or the one in the orchard? There's two garage sales a year. Everyone knows this. I normally get... <laughs> <laughs> this is Jorge's podcast. five-layer burrito. <laughs> uh, a shredded chicken quesadilla, which I took off the menu. So since then, I've actually just been getting the uh, uh, quesadilla um, roll-up. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I don't shop at REI is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm hearing from this is that we need to bundle. We need to partner with Taco Bell to move some of these uh, uh, foot massaging sole inserts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah instead of giving you those extra hot sauce packets you know you're never going to use, they should give you this horrible product you've designed. I put them in my water. <laughs> you're a monster. You actually, you, you, you shouldn't, our, our scientists <laughs> tell us that you shouldn't put them in your water. You, you should not, they, they should, they're for external use only. <laughs> On the shoes for extra exfoliation. Oh, I'm sorry, the, you're telling I'm, me that the hot, hot sauce, sauce packets. is for <laughs> external use only? <laughs> No, I'm I'm saying that the uh, the exfoliant is for external oh. use only, but I ma- I this can make a- no claims about the 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 usability of the hot sauce. This is like that meme of uh, I think it was Coca Cola on Twitter or something. Somebody made it might be a Photoshop, whatever. Uh, <laughs> they're like, how have people been enjoying Coca Cola? And people are like, oh, we love it fresh in a glass. We're like. You haven't been boiling your Coca-Cola before consumption? <laughs> like, no, I love giving it in cold glasses to my children. And like, you've been giving Coca-Cola to children? <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I think this is a terrible product. I think that's a pretty strong three against one, question mark. Thanks. Smiley face. I'm, well, I'm Switzerland. I'm also marketing, so I can't invest anymore in it. That's true. It's that's fair. insider trading. That's oh. right. Well, that's only illegal if you get caught. That's not how we the law works. We just recorded a podcast about this. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very loose grasp of the law. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a firm grasp of the law? Do you firmly grasp it? <laughs> I've got like a soft set understanding of the law. As a law student, it's like the pudding that you put in the fridge and it's ready for eating two hours later. Uh, okay. Okay. So you're saying you're a lawyer? Not yet. But you will be when you come out of the fridge. Exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Incredible. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, shareholders, if you liked Matthew's proposition, you can text in right now to 200 200. That's a dirty lie. That, yeah, nope. no, you can't do that. But you could send us an email. You could. Yeah, a little got, bit more old fashioned. Yeah. It's, uh, we've got the two email addresses. You probably know them, but if you don't, they are Luke and Jorge Pod at gmail.com or Luke E. Jorge Pod. That's the letter Y. Luke E. Jorge Pod at gmail.com. Also, uh, Luke and Jorge Pod is both of our Twitter and our Instagram. We're also under our full name on Facebook. Uh, we have a, 
a bunch of other stuff going on. There's a wiki. Somebody made a wiki. There's a wiki. Somebody. Well, we don't know Ooh. who made that. A super fan. Yeah. Who could have done it? Who could have? Who, <laughs> who could it who, be? Who done it? Does anybody want to go next for propositions? Put I, your proposition on the table. Matthews is on the table. I can go next. Great. Ooh, I love this. <laughs> I will only go next on the condition that Matthew agrees not to interrupt my proposition. Ooh. This is tough. I agree. Wow. Are your fingers <coughs> crossed? <coughs> Do you... It sucks. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry for that outburst. The senator from uh, Colorado has the floor. <laughs> Do you envy the snake? Do you envy his form? Call 1-800-MY-SNAKE. That's 1-800-M-Y-S-N-A-K-E to get your snake today. <laughs> what? <laughs> we are not responsible for snake dead on arrival. If your snake is dead on arrival, call 1-800-D-E-D-N-A-K-E. That's 1-800-DEAD-NAKE. I don't know what this is. Me neither, but I am intrigued and a little afraid. We sell this snake. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I just heard about your amazing product. You, you sell the snake? We do sell the snake. How much do you sell the snake for? It depends on how many snake you buy. What's uh, what's the what's, what's the what's what's the most that you can ship at once? One hundred and eighty-four snake. Oh. My terrarium hold it. It my 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 terrarium. It it my terrarium holds two hundred snakes, and and I, I I can only pick one package up on Sundays. We ship you two packages on Tuesdays. <laughs> I do not want this product. Then it is not your snake. Next. Can I have like 182 snakes on a Thursday? We only sell in quantities of <laughs> 27. Hang on. I'm really doing some math. Okay. Can I have 108 Snakes? Yes. Please? Yes. How many monies is that? One hundred and eighty-seven dollars and sixty-four cents plus one hey penny. <laughs> May I ask you a question? Yes. Would the price have been different if it was a different number of snakes, or is that just always the price? We cannot answer this question. <laughs> Okay, cool. Next. Uh, yeah, so I need uh, 297 snakes. What will you use them for? That's none of your business, ma'am. As the snake company, it is our business. <laughs> ma'am, this is a free country. <laughs> I yeah. want more snakes. Yes, but this is not a snake country, is it? Exactly. I, I, they don't need to know what they're being bought for. <laughs> but we do. If you want your snake, you tell us your purpose. My purpose is to be the best darn tootin' astronaut I can be. We sell you 27 snake. Yeah, can I get 11 packages of snake? Only 27 
Yes, I want 11 27s. 297. We will not do that. You deserve 27. I, I don't like I don't like where this is going, ma'am. I, I really need the snakes. You assume we give snakes? You assume my gender? You make too many assumptions. We will not do business with you. All right, can I can I can I can I make a counter offer? What is your snake? I will give you 297 snakes. We will pay you $187.42 and one hay penny. For 297 snakes? Yes. Oh, you be quiet there, snake. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Thank you for your business. You're welcome. God bless you. We do not want those blessings. (laughs) We take only snake. If you are interested in this product for your home, business, or church function, please call 1-800-MYSNAKE. That's 1-800-MYSNAKE. Well, I think I speak for all of us when I say... Do you have a proposition, Luke? I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have you ever had a table and then thought, ah, gee, I wish this table was somewhere else? I give to you the table on wheels. It's a table and it's got wheels on it. So that way, if your table is in a place and you need it to be somewhere else, you can just push it. Absolutely dastardly, you're a menace to society. <laughs> Table on wheels. <laughs> no, 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 this this could be a good idea. I have a question for you, though. Uh-huh. What shape are the wheels? Uh, general wheel-shaped. So hexagons? Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a contingency plan for when the uh, table becomes sentient? Um, yes, there's an emergency kill switch, but only the table knows the password. I think that's a problem. Well, you know, if it's the time for the tables to take over, like... It's it's inevitable, right? Honestly, I'm with Luke on this one. I mean, who are we to stand in their way? You're yeah. willing to sell humanity to a couple of tables? Sell? No, we're not just any tables. Free. We're talking about mobile tables. Yeah. Mobile tables, Kate. Yeah, this is just like the famous anime. Just like mobile the famous table anime. Gundam. <laughs> mobile table Gundam. <laughs> this is not what the founding fathers intended. You're right. The Federalist Papers are absolutely <laughs> opposed to this. That's <laughs> I've read none of them and I know this to be true. <laughs> That's like saying Jung has surprisingly little to say about <laughs> I can't say that on it's things that I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> Moving on. I I think I think the tables uh have only been limited by evolution and I think that right? we must help in that to make sure that they are capable of mobility. Yeah. You know, that's a good point because tables wouldn't evolve wheels if they were already at a good point, you know. Evolution isn't going to spend the energy to develop something else right if it's already thriving in its in its environment but we have the power we do have the power to adjust the table's evolutionary track and in doing so create genetically modified tables which will table over the world so that we can have mobile food before we die Let's table this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jorge, what's your proposition? I really just got mad-libbed there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to keep it together. Matthew, Matthew's taken over this podcast. 
like the tables. Oh my just, god, I'm crying. Just to rein this back in. So let's Okay. Here, I have a proposition. Okay, great. So he, here's my proposition. Is it regular, please? It, <laughs> have you listened to this podcast before? Actually, no. As soon as we're done, I'm I'm out. Okay. Let's say that you are hosting a podcast. Let's say that you are a um amateur podcast host. Wait. Picture it. Okay. Close I can your see eyes. it. Okay, okay. My, they're closed. Yeah, they are. <laughs> It's um, funny because they're not. So, yes, you're a podcast host. And you're finding that between you and your co-host, there's a lot of responsibility. You're doing a lot of things that you are, uh, under normal circumstances, would be an entire production team. Because you're running an indie podcast by yourself with little to no success. And you think that, you know, you're putting out great episodes. People are listening. People are sending in questions. But there's there's only so much bandwidth you, you have between you and your co-host and your regular full-time jobs that definitely last all year. Right. And uh, Right. <laughs> so let's imagine that there was a thing called an internship. Okay. Can you can you explain further what this internship is? Yes, an internship is when you uh work uh and you give other people your labor and as a reward you get exposure. <laughs> Oh my God, tell me more. What is this exposure? Exposure is a special currency that doesn't work anywhere. <laughs> oh. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least exposure has a purpose. That's true. And, and Bitcoin is, val- is valid in Honduras or somewhere. Bitcoin's actually, actually valid at um, all Dazbog coffee joints. Really? Is it really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. So just imagine... If for a second, let's say we had a podcast, the two of us, mm-hmm. right? And we just had so many tasks that would be more successfully completed with an intern. Imagine if we were like on a cross-country road trip and we needed someone to hold microphones or run sound for us. Wow, Bitcoin. that's never happened before. Bitcoin. We could pay them in a fake currency called Itcoin. <laughs> Itcoin. <laughs> and let's say that we couldn't do anything like pay them. Or pay for their college credit, but we could sign a bunch of papers saying they did a bunch of work and get college credit for it. Sure. I'm saying we need an intern. And if you were <laughs> out there <laughs> and you want to be our intern, we definitely can't pay you. And we yep. um, would be terrible bosses, all things considered. Yeah. And it would honestly kind of not be great to work for us. But college credit, baby. Yeah. As long as we don't have to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah, you're still paying your own college credit. Right. But we'll sign a bunch of papers saying <laughs> you should get that credit from your college yeah. and or university. I'll write at least one email. I might even talk on the phone to somebody. I won't. I wouldn't expect I, you to. I can't even order Thai food on the phone. Can you can Why you, would order you want a Thai food? food? Uh, get out of here. Um, I could. I just would rather not. So instead I go hungry. Mm. I thought you wanted Taco Bell. Yeah, the... the, the you can do that on the internet and you don't have to talk to anybody. And then someone rings your doorbell and then by the time you get there, they're gone and there's just a bag of food on your porch. How do you know that it wasn't the food that rang the doorbell? I guess I don't. But wouldn't that be kind of existentially horrifying to like eat a thing that was one second ago capable of ringing my doorbell? No, no, no just, the, just the bag ring the, the bell. Of seafood. Yeah, but can a fish ring a doorbell? Well, they certainly if could if you place them close enough. <laughs> Very similar comments. <laughs> <laughs> has, a, has, a, has a fish ever wanted to go indoors, though? That's the real question. Hmm. I don't know. They evolved for life in the cushy, cushy indoors. They like a good Tempur-Pedic mattress as much as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, with all those hard crustacean shells. Yeah. 
They need some support at the end of a long day of fishing. <laughs> I've re- do fish sleep? Fish. And if they do, do they dream of electric sheep? <laughs> if I were to answer that question, I would violate the second... Amendment? The second... I haven't read that book in so long. What's the second? Law of Robotics. Yeah, but there's another word for it. Rule of Necronomicon. Uh, you know what? I, it's not funny. We should cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> All that to say, if you uh, are considering applying to be the intern for this podcast, please stop. Run. Run as fast as you can. Uh, but it, so but your nearest computer where you can send us an email at LukeAndJorgePod at gmail.com. If you speak Spanish, LukeEJorgePod at gmail.com. Please include a resume, a current letter of interest, um, a CV if that's different than your resume and or letter of interest. For references, your Taco Bell order, and a photo of the closest pet to you at the time of sending your application. And your shoe size. Uh, send us your blood type, your social security number, and any proof that you attend a college and or university. Or will be enrolled in a college and or university <laughs> for the fall of 2021. Wait, do we need that though? No, but it'd be cool if we had those things. Okay, sure. <laughs> These have been some very interesting propositions. Well, we I still have so much time. Great. <laughs> mine was awesome. Yeah. 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 It, okay. it kind of <laughs> totally. derailed after that. <laughs> I feel so, so supported, guys. <laughs> wow. I have, a, I have a special question. Uh-huh. I, 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 this is the first time that we've had four propositions on the podcast. And so, does anybody have an idea that would improve another person's proposition? Ooh. Ooh. I certainly do. I think Kate's mail-order snake program would benefit by expanding into other reptiles. Such as? Such as lizards. This is the song Chameleon. You mean a chameleon? Yeah. Yeah, lizards and chameleons. The lizards and the chameleons cannot be um, included in your order. Why not? I want one. You cannot use um, flat pack shipping for the <laughs> lizards and chameleons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you use flat pack shipping for snakes? <laughs> I thought you would ship them in tubes. <laughs> no, flat pack shipping only. You actually have to send them in eggs. <laughs> oh. No, we use the flat pack bubble mailer. If it fit, it ship for one low flat rate. <laughs> okay, my, cons- my constructive criticism is that you can't take constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> we do not need you to start our business. We do it alone. That sounds like a threat. Um, um I, I have constructive criticism for Jorge's <laughs> intern idea. I'd love to hear it. I think that they need to be paid in a very real currency, and that very real currency is um kid bucks. Can you use that to buy kids' bop albums? No, but you can use it to get toys out of the treasure chest of the dentist office. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you were going. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've actually officially, um, the United Republic of Bad Jokes and Semi Works, Cracks with Luke and Jorge, wow. uh, actually now accepts kids' bucks uh, officially as of last week. Okay. What's yeah. in your gift shop? What can I buy with kids' bucks? It's a lot of plastic spiders. <laughs> um, or you can use them at White Fence Farm. The classic family establishment. Or Mrs. Hughes' fourth grade elementary class. Exactly. <laughs> I I once got, uh, from like a, a, a kid's buck situation, I once got a copy of the t- PlayStation 2 game Splashdown, Ooh. which was an, like a, a water ATV 
game. That sounds amazing. Was there ever someone that would go checkpoint when you're yes. racing? Oh. I love that. <gasps> oh, I think I played this game. <laughs> I did not, but I did get a CD-ROM with the game called Vet Emergency 2. Whoa. But it wasn't like the full copy of Vet Emergency 2. It was just the iguana scene and the iguana <laughs> dies regardless oh, no. of what you oh, do. No. Is this That's why you cruel. can't do the other lizards and stuff with your snake thing? Because you have like you can't think about iguanas because of that. I'll have scene? to consult with the snake people. Okay. We actually don't. We there's no there's no. Um, we am I cannot ship iguanas mostly because we do not know where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, and there, there you have it. Wow. There's Great. no um, there's no CD ROMs in the uh, R treasure chest because I took them all. Thief. Yes, but we do have a copy of the game Nintendogs, but only the edition where it's dogs that bite you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much a metaphor for what being an intern for Luke and Jorge would be like. <laughs> uh, you'll love it. That's actually another hint for our current location. Bite the dog that pets you. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. I would read a book called Dogs Also Bite You. It's not, it sounds kind of poetic. I'm yeah. writing a book called Dogs Also Bite You. Whoa. Yeah. It's, yeah, he started about five seconds ago. I did. I did. So what I'm doing is I'm taking The Sun Also Rises by, <laughs> oh, that's, that's by why someone. Feels and right. then I'm, I'm <laughs> changing. Well, I, maybe. But then I'm, cha- <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing all of the uh, all the characters to be dogs. But I'm not. I mean, I, I don't want to spend that much time editing. So I'm just saying, you, know, you know, I put it on the back cover. And then, you know, any references <laughs> to humans inside. You you change to references to dogs with like Actually, a control F sort of a function. Yeah, pretty yeah. much control H. Yeah, I have, yeah, okay. find I have a place. constructive criticism for this book idea. I I I'm really upset that you already have <laughs> criticism for this idea. Uh, that constructive. I Ten you, seconds ago. I need you. The publisher needs you to insert uh, a chapter where the dogs all play poker. Yeah. Can I can I do this just like with a color plate insert in the middle and call it another chapter? Will yeah. The co- yes. will, will the color plate insert be slightly heavier? page material than the rest of the book and will it be glossy it will be neither it, absolutely not it will be black and white and on the same sort of archival quality flimsy transparent then paper then it's not a color plate is can, it can we actually we're make gonna, it, can we actually make the quality worse we're gonna market it as a color plate oh my voice my voice quality we're gonna market it as a color plate. <laughs> no, no, no no the quality of the of the pages of the insert pages can we oh, make the pages worse you know that's like, a good tear point out but not on purpose that's exactly yeah so it's gonna be perforated but not well so it's gonna be stamped <laughs> kind of just around it's gonna be like the the perforation test sheet that they use to test the perforator machine we're gonna reuse those sheets for the um, color plate this this justin this is how raid bradbury got the idea for fahrenheit 451 was hearing someone talk about this book idea <laughs> What can I say? I do my best to inspire other artists. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, incredible. Do you have any constructive criticism, Luke? No, I think everyone was great, and I think all of them are A-plus ideas. Uh, yeah, I have cr- constructive criticism for you. You need to judge harder. Look at those no. gentle eyes. Yeah, look at these gentle <laughs> eyes. You think I have gentle, gentle eyes? I do think you have gentle eyes. Is it my lashes or the brows or the eyes themselves? It's, it's that you're non-Jewish. It's Okay, hold on. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it has everything to do with the, the muscle below your occipital ridge. Oh. It softens your eyes. What is what is an occipital ridge? Can you just explain it for the people listening at home? Right. I want everybody to poke their eyeballs, and then I want you to move slightly north of that. Your bone, like your orbital bone, is sometimes referred to as your occipital ridge. Oh. I think. I could also be wrong. 
maybe maybe that's like a what stegosaurus has had hey kate yeah. I poked my eye out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what don't you're not now? liable. Yeah. Luke and Jorge will not pay your um, eyeball poking. Just, just grab some medical tape in a Dixie cup um, and, you know, scoop up your eye. It's still attached with the, the nerve, I see. So No, I, I cut it off because it was dangling and flopping about. He's lying. The nerve is definitely still attached. <laughs> hey, so you said to go north of our eyeball, and I ended up in Davenport, Iowa. How do I get home? <laughs> Can you drive us home? I want you to walk yourself to the nearest uh, Greyhound bus stop. Make sure that you head westbound. Westbound. Repeat, say it with me. Westbound. Yeah, okay. You'll make it. Wakes up in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, woke up in Honolulu. I'm not sure how this happened. <laughs> so I, I just blacked out as soon as I got on the bus. For the last couple of minutes, I've thought that maybe I was having like a muscle twitch in my heel or something because I kept feeling this pressure on my heel. The dog has been slowly stroking my heel <laughs> with her foot. She's dreaming right now. Aww. Yeah, Look she doesn't. She doesn't even. Kicks. She doesn't even know it. Yeah, it's so sweet. There's a dog. We haven't even mentioned the fact that you guys have a dog. Yeah, that's because we would talk about her for the rest of the podcast. She's literally yeah. the most perfect creature ever born, with a heart full of evil. It's true. <laughs> it's amazing. It's such a wonderful juxtaposition. I love your dog. Your dog is the most incredible creature I've ever laid my eyes upon. And I'm, I'm grateful right every here. day. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ever looked at you before in my life. Oh, that's right. Um, well, yeah, those are, those have been our propositions and also our witty banter. Yeah. Um, do we want to proceed with some questions? I'd like to. I think we should. Kate, uh, if you if I'm not correct, if I'm incorrect, please correct me. But I think you have a list of questions for us. Oh yes, we've had some etiquette questions sent in to us. Um, as people start to get vaccinated and the world opens back up mm-hmm. um, people really aren't sure what to do at um at like dinner events and other other events they've been invited to so they've asked us some questions yeah. imagine imagine you were um traveling across the country and your friends let you stay with them for the night whoa yes i can imagine that uh, and imagine you have to be courteous again for the first time in your life what wait again for the first time in your life you heard me Okay. Hey, <laughs> proceed. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. That was very uncourteous of me. Is it okay to take a work, phone call, or email when you're out with friends? Uh, I'm so sorry. I need to step away for just a second. Do you guys <laughs> mind? You were so ready for that. I think email, hmm, but I think phone call, maybe. I think it depends on your job and also your relationship with your friends. That's fair. I think that America spends too much time working and everybody should stop answering their phone when they're with friends. That's fair. I wouldn't answer my phone if I were with friends. Is that because you're afraid of your phone or afraid of your friends? No, because of my current <laughs> work position. Like, I know nothing is that urgent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, if, at yeah. my old job, I, might, I may have said, like, if the same person calls me twice in a row and, like, doesn't go for my voicemail but calls me again, then, then I might, you know, answer it. But I know that nothing could possibly be day of urgent in the current job I have. You know, kind of same. Yeah. I think I don't think that I could think of anything that would be an emergency. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I get emergencies sometimes because, you know, working with the political sector. Yeah. I. So if it was a call, like I, I could definitely see myself getting an emergency call. But if I get an email, I'm not going to answer it. Yeah. So I guess that's an answer, right? What if what if your phone is just always on vibrate, but you can't feel it in your pocket, so you just don't know if you're getting called? Oh, we then can't. your name might be Matthew, because that's literally my life. Yeah, same. Wow, same. 
Same. My name is also Matthew. <laughs> I chose not to take his name when we got married, so my name's still Kate. <laughs> We're Matthew and Matthew. Well, you're so progressive. <laughs> Thank you. I just don't understand why people did that. It must have been so confusing. Yeah. Um, are you guys ready for another question? Yeah, round two. At what point in a conversation with a person you've just met is it polite to ask what that person does for a living and if they're in a relationship? Immediately. Immediately. What's your name? What do you do for a living? Are you in a relationship? I I would say number one, like first or second question. Number two, like 90th question or never. I skip both of those questions and start rifling through their pockets for a change <laughs> and looking through their contacts for hearts. <laughs> yeah, I want to see if they have any candies. What kind like of a, like, like a like a like a Werther's original? Okay, I want those strawberry ones that have like the soft strawberry filling. Oh, those are, so, those good. are so, good. so good. Oh my gosh! One of the people I work with has a big bowl of lint uh, truffles at their desk. I thought you were gonna say just like pocket. Yeah, lint. same. <laughs> big bowl of pocket lint. They and I always walk from the dryer. <laughs> I always walk past this bowl of pocket lint and I think oh, I could take one and they wouldn't notice, but I don't because I know that you know that's it's special pocket lint that they want to snack on, so I don't do that. They use it for tinder <laughs> for fires. That's my assumption. I think it depends on it depends on the, the context. Like if I'm meeting someone, like if I'm meeting a friend of a friend or something, I'm not gonna ask um, what they do for a living. I, I'm just gonna let them tell me because I feel like if they if they feel it's important to tell me, they'll tell me. You know, that's um, a really good point. I should amend my answer because just about everybody that I meet is like through work these days. So one of the first icebreaker yeah. questions is like, "What do you do in the building?" So. My most interesting stories are usually from my job. So oftentimes I'm just like, oh, this is what I do for my job. Anyway, she has this funny story about work. Yeah, and I think I think with the pandemic, at least for me, um, you know, going to law school was kind of a big career shift. Um, and I think with the pandemic, so many people losing their jobs or having these big dramatic career shifts, it's it doesn't feel appropriate anymore to say, what do you do for work or what do you do for a living? So I tend to ask people kind of more general questions. How do you spend your time? What do you do every day? And I tend to get interesting answers because sometimes I get one mm. people's jobs and sometimes I get like, I peel the lint off of the dryer <laughs> vent. No one has ever said that to me. No one's ever said <laughs> on that either. Desk. We can't hang out anymore. That really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going to be? Where am I going to sleep? Well, you own 17 other apartments in the city. So maybe in one of those. <laughs> and you'll see Cassian when it's good for him, not good for you. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians, probably shouldn't anyone? put that in here. That's like that's that's it's copyright I don't know infringement. You know, it might be fair use if copyright you just did the one quote. What is that? Yeah. Oh, so now I'm gonna read the entirety of the Silmarillion for the one rest of, of this um, podcast. One of Matthew and my problems actually during the pandemic was that we we didn't get a lot of social interaction and we started watching a lot more movies. So we'd have days where we communicated entirely in movie quotes. Entirely in movie quotes. And wow. now that we've started to spend time with people again, we're realizing how absolutely bizarre it is to do that. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard to shake. Absolutely. As you just noticed. What's a movie? So back in the first part of the 20th century, um, so there were silent films and they were, you know, motion pictures. So you could go and see, you could see a motion picture and that was truncated to a, it's a move, people moving it, it's a move, movie. And then they, they added on, you know, the, you probably already know this. You're looking at me blankly, faithful readers, you can't see <laughs> what's going on here, but. What's a picture? This is, okay. So a picture is something that you get when you, uh, I actually don't know what a picture is. I don't know how to describe a picture. A picture is an imprint of light 
uh, as it was for an instantaneous moment, saved in a two-dimensional space. But that's not going to be useful for us if we see a picture in the field. We're probably going to see if it's transparent, not walk up and ask it, hey, are you an imprint of light in a two-dimensional space? 50 points from Gryffindor, Mr. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> I think that was, was that wrong? Detention that? Weasley. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> well, first, we're going to be having a shufty to see if it's a ghost or not. Not ask, excuse me, are, the, are you the imprint of a departed soul left to walk the earth? <laughs> yeah, that is Ron this is who what says we're talking that. about. Yeah, we just do this all the time. It's what is a fun. movie? What is a movie? Um, how do you make it clear to guests you've invited for a get-together that you like them dressed in a certain way if that's not a written invitation? I usually just text people, hey, this is what I'm going to wear to this thing. Or I yeah. ask, yeah, well, I guess I guess the question is not asking, uh, it's like you're hosting a thing and you want them dressed a certain way. You could dress up the way you want them to dress ahead of time and then just visit them, each <laughs> guest individual, and be like, hey, look like this or don't come at all. And uh, and then they'll know. You could buy outfits for them to change into yeah. once they arrive. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually have outfits selected for my friends and then set by courier to their house with a note that says, wear this or wear nothing at all, and then like a little X. Ooh, That's, that's weird, because that's what I got uh, as an invitation to the wedding. <laughs> there you go. We, we had needs. Don't worry. They were met. <laughs> is an email thank you note ever appropriate or is it better to just stick with the traditional handwritten thank you note i feel like it depends on your relationship with the person i feel like it depends on whether or not you have their address fair <laughs> yes i guess it depends on whether or not you actually want to thank them yeah um Wait. also partially yeah <laughs> this is just as per my last email thank you <laughs> i think it depends on whether or not you're literate True. <laughs> yeah. Siri, send an email to. <laughs> I, I don't. I have an Android. Just for the record. Yeah. Same. I don't. Do you have, we have snakes? Speaking of androids and other non-android devices, should mobile devices be allowed at the dinner table, at home, or at the restaurant? No and no. Here's what I'll say. I have found recently that I really enjoy taking photos of my friends. Um, happy and so I'll keep my phone on the table as a means to remind myself to take more photos okay I would like to cut in here and say that the only picture Jorge has taken of me in the last six months was of me standing in a dark hallway about to go into the bathroom <laughs> you look so happy <laughs> you look so happy <laughs> nothing like a good dump a great PM. <laughs> that's also not true just for the record I'm <gasps> fairly certain that's the most recent photo you have of me that's that you know not of true Oh, no. <laughs> you also said that's the only photo I have of you in the last six months. Oh, okay, so that is okay. undeniably false. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I misspoke. My bad. And I just loved how happy you looked as you were about to relieve yourself. Well, yeah. we've all got little pleasures in life. True. Um, what do you do if your host serves you something you're allergic to, even though you didn't mention it to your host ahead of time that you were allergic and the host didn't ask? So I don't have any food allergies, so please override me if you do. But I, I would think that like I would not eat it and then maybe not expect to be served something else. I think that's fair. As yeah. someone with a food allergy, if I somehow accidentally... Like, my food allergies are not things that often show up. If someone served me something with my food allergy, I would just... I would kindly let them know why I'm not eating. Apologize for not telling them sooner and then not expect to be served something else. That's like... 
I would just not eat it and I'd make direct eye contact with the person who served it to me. Would you... Unblinkingly. Would you, while you're making eye contact, take a bite, chew it up and spit it out? No, oh my God, no. <laughs> hopefully not. I mean, that depends on, you know, the level of your allergy to it, right? If you didn't but know and you have yeah. to spit it out, definitely right. feel free. That's fair. Then that's I, the but only I, recourse. I also know that y'all that are lactose intolerant are just going to like, if I serve you a gallon of milk, you're going to drink it because I know who you are. <laughs> They'll act as if your thing is just non-existent, and they're like, "Oh, I have, I'm lactose intolerant." But well, then, it, like, we'll proceed to eat like three blocks of cheese. Oh, well, then it'll be like we're about to go to a movie, and they'll be like, "I'm sorry, can't come. I'm stuck in the bathroom." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't have to eat all that cheese. No one. We actually told you not to because we're saving that for the orphans. Um, I've, I've got a, I've got a cheese story Ooh. actually. Um, so when I was. My privilege is about to show, so this I just want to. This is a wanna, great story. Geez, I already story. know. I want to put a. I'm going to put a privilege warning in here. Um, when I was 17, my family went on their annual international vacation, um, and we, that year we went to Switzerland, and we were staying with some family friends um, outside of Interlaken, and they wanted to do a traditional Swiss farmers' dinner, which is normally like boiled new potatoes, so little fingerling potatoes, served with cheese. And that's kind of it. Well, they wanted to show the Americans this diversity of cheese that was available in the valley. So they picked out 18 different types of cheese. Wow. That's a, that's it was, a lot of cheddar. <laughs> so much cheese. And we, as we're sitting down at the table, my dad like leans close to me and says, Kate, I just want you to know that they won't say this out loud, but it's disrespectful not to try every kind of cheese. And... I know that it's really important to you to be culturally competent. And so I wanted to make you aware that you need to try every type of cheese to like demonstrate your gratitude for this meal. And I steeled myself. Listeners, I love cheese, but 18 different types of cheese is a lot, especially for someone who's jet lagged and already having like bowel issues, which just happens when you travel and eat a bunch of foreign food. And I said, okay, <clears throat> I started like spooning little bits of each type of cheese onto my plate and like my plate is full of cheese and I'm eating so much cheese and I just feel this like lump building in my stomach of cheese. And I'm, I'm, I'm not lactose intolerant or anything, but you know, you know, as well as the next person that there's a limit to how much cheese you can put in your body. <laughs> and I'm on like cheese number 15 and my dad announces to the table, isn't it strange that Kate's eaten 15 different types of cheese and everyone goes, Oh, night. Like, no, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, excuse me. And my dad goes, yeah, I was just screwing with you. He's <laughs> like, have fun never pooping again. <laughs> that wow. is the most... I'm going to see your dad's first name. That is the most Bill story I've ever heard of. Very common first name. <laughs> We're safe. Yeah, very common first name. I could have made that up, actually. I could have just said the first name that came to mind. That's your true. dad was Billy Mays? No, Bill Smith. Mm. Bill oh. and Kate Smith. My name's Matthew Smith. But we're different Smiths. <laughs> yeah, miss, uh, Mr. Mr. Smith and, and Miss Smith. Yes. It was a real Romeo and Juliet story, except it was the Smiths and the other Smiths. <laughs> isn't isn't there a movie about that called Mr. and Mrs. Smith? If not, there should be. It's yeah, got it's got, got Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie in it. Bruce Willis. Brad Pitt was also Jolie. in. No, 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 no it's Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. It's Brad Pitt because he was also in the movie Moneyball. Wait a minute, which movie did I watch with Bruce Willis and Angelina Jolie? Salt. Never seen Salt. Pepper. <laughs> Never seen Pepper. Have seen Salt and Pepper. Okay. Have you seen no, Moneyball with Brad Pitt? 
Oh, isn't that the movie in which um, it's the the uh, uh, Oakland A's? It's the Oakland A's in 2003. And they're like trying to redevelop like a statistical model for picking baseball players. Uh, That's not just like, oh, these are the pillars of baseball, hitting and running and athleticism and how much cotton candy you can eat. (laughs) Did you just throw shade to baseball players nationwide? And they end up going to the World Series, but then they lose. Spoiler alert. Is that the movie you're talking about? That is exactly the movie I'm talking about. Thank you for uh, reciting the Wikipedia entry that I also <laughs> recited earlier today. Push it. Push it, Push it real good. <laughs> Thank you. Was that more than seven seconds? Are we about to be arrested? No, I think it was five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it, the thing is, you have to be in the same key and also hit all of the notes, which I don't oh. think we did. No, I. That's not possible for me. <laughs> to be in the same key. Was that all the questions? Yeah. Whoa! I guess Turns we're out. experts now. We're experts on courteousness. This has been a wild ride. <laughs> this is yeah, something else. <laughs> it feels like no time has passed. It didn't um, exist in time. Do you? Do, did you? I know you wanted to have me and Matthew on the podcast together. Was there anything you wanted us to do together collaboratively? Yeah. Like, Ooh. is there anything you wanted to do? Um, do you have as, any, as like, unit? talents together or anything? We can harmonize. Uh, uh, that was lovely. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I actually, this is a nefarious purpose between having you both on this podcast. We have to go back to episodes three and episodes five of the podcast, uh, yes. in which there was a marital disagreement. Mm-hmm. Matthew, I have to ask you a very serious question. I Please. just want to start and say I was thinking about this in the shower yesterday. Like this exact, I knew this was coming <laughs> and I was thinking about it and I'm prepared. Ooh. Matthew, have you seen The Chappelle Show? I have never seen a full episode of The Chappelle Show. Ooh, a full that episode. That wasn't the question. I can't recall ever seeing a clip of the Chappelle show. That being said, it is like an important part of American culture. So I may have seen one offhand, but I, I've never sought out an episode of the Chappelle show. That feels it's, like it's, a very roundabout. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to say, like, I have never seen even a little bit of Avatar of the Last Airbender. Well, you've seen a picture of Aang. Okay. So, <laughs> so I, in that regard, I'm sure that, you know, you could mention a meme and I recognize it and you tell me that's from the Chappelle show. So in that regard, sure. But no, I've never watched an episode of The Chappelle Show. Kate, has Matthew watched The Chappelle Show before? I can't say with certainty. I'm positive he's watched a lot of Dave Chappelle. And he quotes a lot of Dave Chappelle. That's true. Especially in college. He went through a Dave Chappelle phase where he watched a lot of Dave Chappelle. So I'm not sure that he ever watched The Chappelle Show proper, but he watched Dave Chappelle's shows. Also, Dave Chappelle, just just quick aside. Dave Chappelle, if you're listening to the podcast, get get on on the the pod. pod! All right, back to this. <laughs> so, that was so cute. Thank you. Dave Chappelle, uh, Matthew had a phase of watching, listening to Dave Chappelle stand-up, you know, lots of cons- con- consumption of Dave Chappelle's career in comedy. We can call that 2015 to 2017. Accurate. Did Matthew ever make a reference to a wrap-it-up button? Yes. I don't recall this. You had been drinking. Time. 8.32 p.m. Location. Redacted. Date. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Date. April 27th. I was complaining about how chemistry tests were graded. And Matthew looked across the table to the sky. 
not to me, but to the sky and said, if only I had the wrap it up button. And then he held both of my hands and said, you're so cute. I love you. Don't worry. I didn't mean it. And I didn't even know what he meant. So I'm sorry. I honestly don't remember this. I don't, I don't like contradicting you, but I honestly, I don't remember doing that. The second half, I believe, I can totally believe that I would say something disparaging into the sky and then say, don't worry, I didn't mean it. That sounds like me, especially me in college. But I don't think that I said the wrap it up button. Um, and you think this is funny? I do. Do you think this is funny? I'm, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out. That wasn't my question. Uh, medium. All right, we'll take that as a maybe. Yeah. Uh, Luke, what, <laughs> what is your advice? I don't know. You, you all seem to have it figured out better than I do, so I'm not going to try to give you any advice. Yeah, this seems to not be affecting any of what's going on in your marriage. Yep. Um, I've been to both of you on both of your episodes. I've said that uh, I see you all. I see uh, obviously like a more idealized version of like the truth, but you all seem very happy together, and it seems like you are mutually simping for each other, and I am... I'm uncomfortable. I'm <laughs> uncomfortable and uh, <laughs> chunky liquid. I, I'm glad that you said it again because I forgot what it was. Do you remember yours? Yep, it's Phil and Groovy. Okay. <laughs> and I'm uh, your host, Amorphous Solid. That's it, folks. Getting anima. No, no, no. We're not backing out of me being like earnest. That's kind of what the end of these episodes are known for at this that's, point. That's, that's true. <laughs> Uh, I see you all being <laughs> laughing together, and that's a beautiful part of a marriage. I know nothing about <laughs> marriage or dating, but it seems to work. I'm just going to keep talking. That's good. Oh, Great. <laughs> what did I miss? I turned around for like a second. <laughs> you were there. You were there. You were there. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> that was in a. That was. Uh, that was in a. <laughs> <laughs> was was it a, what I said? No. It no. was what. It was Kate my. Said? I think yeah. I said um in, in Jackbox a Jackbox party pack. party pack like a year yeah. ago. Catchphrase. My catchphrase was getting enema. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, you're being really sweet. We should stop interrupting you. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's fine. Ah, oh, I am your DM. Like I am used to it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rusty could <laughs> re receive harm for my actions. No, I'm just saying that I'm I'm used to your behavior. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah. tracks. Rusty receives harm from my actions constantly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Rusty receives harm from Rusty's actions, which are yeah, that's true. That's a good point. He's walking chaos. Uh, it's my middle name, in fact. That's not true. <laughs> okay. I well, I lied a little bit there. It was it was going to be the character's name because Rusty is a nickname. I was going to name him Walking Chaos, but that seemed too on the nose. Shareholders, if you want to send us an email, our email address is lukeandjorgepod at gmail.com or lukeejorgepod at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at lukeandjorgepod. We're on Facebook as Bad Jokes and Semi-Wisecracks at Luke and Jorge. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Ask us your questions. Tell us your answers to, I guess, yeah, I don't know, uh, Children, pull out your decoder rings. <laughs> Before we go, uh, two things. First of all, uh, yeah, we want to thank our guests for being on this episode. Thank you, Kate and Matthew. 
Second thing, if you're interested in being an in- our intern, please email <laughs> us. <laughs> We're desperate. But thank you all for listening. This has been a wild ride. Wild ride. You can <laughs> send things to our P.O. box. It's Nope. We don't have one we of those. We don't have one of those. Are you telling me we didn't get that? Um, yeah, the intern didn't do it. <sighs> anyway, uh, this has been a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jorge and Luke production. <laughs> Thank you all. Uh, we shall all say bye at the same time. Three, two, one. Bye bye. bye.